Welcome to Coffee and Cleavage. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why I cheers you just now. <laughs> I know. You're trying to end it already. <laughs> uh, look at my coffee cup. It's it's so cute. It is. It's, it's very small. It's small, but I have more coffee nearby for refills. <laughs> Same. I feel like I need one quick. So, pleasure, self-pleasure. <laughs> self-pleasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about pleasure. Why is it such an uncomfortable conversation? I mean, it's not really for us, I don't think. Yeah. But I feel like other people get really uncomfortable. They do. They do, for sure. But why? I don't know. I was kind of wondering that, too. Someone recently was, wanted to ask me personal questions the other day and like I'm kind of shy to ask you this I'm like why I'm an open book go for it you know so what yeah. they ask um they just wanted to know my preferences mm. you know about like bedroom preferences yeah yeah oral preferences oh oral preferences wow those They're were just- really personal <laughs> questions yeah <laughs> <laughs> like don't be shy it's okay you can ask me anything but I guess some people are more closed off because it's Do you think it's wrong to say that most people are closed off? (laughs) Like, am I being unfair? I mean, no, it's true. It is, right? I feel like a lot of people are just, when it comes to talking about that. Yeah, when it comes to talking about anything, I mean, certainly maybe even more so like pleasuring, Mm self-pleasuring. That seems like more taboo than just talking about sex. Yeah, it does. And so where does that come from? Like, when did you first learn about pleasure or pleasuring yourself? Well, I feel like that's something you don't – you kind of just figure out somewhat (laughs) of a young age, I guess. Because I guess it's something your parents don't really talk to you about. Some may. Which is kind of funny, right? Yeah. Like, why is it so uncomfortable for parents to talk to their kids about pleasure or sex? They don't want to think about their baby doing that. I don't know. (laughs) The reality is that everybody starts exploring that, like, at a pretty young age. Mm -hmm. And obviously, most teenagers are already thinking about sex. Mm -hmm. So just pretending like that doesn't exist doesn't make it not exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's intriguing. It Um, is. And I feel like even from younger ages, like, you're told, like, not to do that. Yeah. It's kind of like, a, I don't know, not forbidden, but kind of one of those. No, it's definitely taboo. Yeah, yeah. Talking about touching yourself is definitely taboo. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, no, don't do that. That's wrong. <laughs> you know, and and often I I think what's quite interesting about that is – Adults are the one that are kind of making the pleasure about sex because, like, self-pleasuring yourself and sex are two entirely different things. Mm-hmm. I feel that I may have had a different experience with sex if I had been self-pleasuring at a younger age. Mm-hmm. How, how do you think that um – like if you were taught about it or if you were – because for you, was it just kind of one of those things so you just kind of figure out on your own? And Yeah, definitely figure out on your own. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of parents rely on 
school, mm-hmm. like the birds and the bees. That oh, doesn't teach you anything. Yeah. It doesn't teach you anything. <laughs> um, and that they just leave the rest to imagination. Yeah. And I don't know. I definitely had some extra negative views of like sex and pleasure placed on me just from my family's background, religious background. So things were even more taboo. You know, I wonder if having no input versus negative input may have been better. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Having no information instead of just it's wrong, it's bad, safe sex for marriage. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost as if self-pleasure didn't even exist, which, mm-hmm. like we said, most people are uncomfortable talking about that with their kids. Yeah. But, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was never brought up to me either. I, I feel like my only talk I ever had growing up was, do I need to get you on the pill? Don't get pregnant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it seemed uh-huh. very centralized around just don't get pregnant, don't get STDs. Or, I mean, my bigger picture was don't have sex when you're not married. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't have sex when you're not married. (laughs) And some people still do that. Not not um, pointing any at any (laughs) pointing any fingers at anyone who you know believes in those values. But I think it's a little unrealistic to be putting those type of constraints on. People at such an age where they don't even, they're not even ready to make that decision yet. Yeah. Like no, I wasn't exactly. even thinking about sex when I was given that talk. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's- so did you have a view, like we all have views kind of shaped by our family around us, by our friends, because most kids, most young people get information from their peers You know, I don't think I ever got any information from the internet. I feel like that was kind of before our time. It was. It it was. Because that would have been really fucking helpful. I would have been searching things all day and all night. (laughs) What does this mean? What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. Nowadays, they have it so easy. You know? God, we sound like like old people. We do. (laughs) We do. Holy shit. (laughs) Nowadays. (laughs) Nowadays, we didn't have this thing called the internet. So we had the internet, obviously. But it just wasn't. We didn't know how to use it to that extent. Yeah. yeah. You know, or at least I didn't at that age. No. It was like a place to log on and chat with your friends on MSN Messenger. (laughs) I remember the AOL days with the cord across like my kitchen where the computer was all the way down the hall where it got plugged in. The AOL dial up. Yep. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even replicate that sound correctly, but… I remember being being a teenager and like trying to sneak on the internet at night so I could message with my friends and grabbing pillows and stuffing the gigantic like um god I can't even think of the correct term what it's not a monitor it's a like the processing unit that's like oh, yeah, this the big the yeah. tower yeah and it was inside a cabinet and so I would grab pillows and I would stuff it around it and close the door to kind of try to like muffle the sound oh, so that so, funny. <laughs> so that my mom really couldn't hear it from outside. <laughs> no, the dial-up was loud. Uh-huh. That's so like funny. she would know, like she would come downstairs, are you getting onto the internet? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so at one point they started taking the keyboard away. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because I would just muffle the sound. Um, 
<laughs> wow. But my bigger point going off topic there <laughs> was I feel like our views are pretty shaped by our family and our community, kind of a small world. It mm-hmm. gives you, you don't necessarily have an idea of what the world or society as a whole, you know, has an opinion about. Yeah. So even so, I think that we just believe like because we believe this or because our family believes this, that everybody else believes that. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like that in terms of pleasure? Like did you think that the society as a whole had a view on self-pleasing yourself or was it still kind of just like taboo and unknown? Just kind of taboo and unknown. Yeah. You know? Like fucking into the unknown. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's also pretty interesting in kind of that societal viewpoint. The way that men mm-hmm. and women mm-hmm. or boys and girls, which whichever <laughs> view you um, vibe with, are kind of exposed to self-pleasure. I feel for men, young men, they're often encouraged, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) you know, encouraged um, to explore their sexual desire. Mm -hmm. Um, Their gratification is kind of like on high status. Yeah, it is. We're young women are taught to be nice girls. Oh, and you're a nice girl if you're not having exploring sex if you're just having sex with one person or no people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do have sex with more than one person, then you have all these labels thrown at you. Yeah, you're a slut or you're a, you know. You're a whore. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, you're you're bad. Yeah. For doing the same thing that young men are curious mm-hmm. to yeah. do. Yeah, I know. It's such a stigma. It's – it doesn't really make sense at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And society definitely creates all of these rules and standards for women that just, as you said, perpetuate stigmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really controlling. And I feel the world is kind of in a place where women are more becoming more into power. Mm-hmm. They're starting to take higher positions. You know, they're taking care of themselves. Women are not just getting married and having kids as not saying that some women don't do that. But, you know, that's the the general yeah. consensus yeah. is that. They're breaking w- out of the norm. Breaking out of the norm. Yeah. So when the fuck can we break this shit down? Exactly. And so from such a young age, you know, by by the age, by the time I was 12, I had this idea that pleasure was for men like what yeah yeah I mean because I'm do you remember the first time you ever pleased yourself (laughs) (laughs) um we're laughing about it um I honestly didn't until I feel like I was almost an adult or actually I was an adult Mm mm-hmm It never crossed my mind. Obviously, I didn't know about it. Nobody talked about it. I don't even remember friends talking about it. The only things that my friends talked about was having sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As as if that was the ultimate pleasure, Mm -hmm. which is kind of ironic. Yeah, it is. I know. That's 
they're like, oh, how how can I do this for my boyfriend to get pleasure? It was never about like, what can he do for me? Mm -hmm. Or I want him to do this. The conversation was never like that. It was just about doing what their boyfriend wanted, whether that was, you know, um, giving him a blowjob or having sex with him. It was literally nothing else. That's all the girls talked about. They didn't talk about like, oh, you know, I want him to do this to me. It was not. No. Did you have that experience? Um, not really. I mean, I feel like I had, I had the same boyfriend for a long time throughout high school. Just kind of one of those things that you just kind of explore together. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, yeah, I didn't really start doing anything to myself till probably, I don't know. I remember being younger and like in the bathtub and like putting your legs up on the faucet. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've seen this in a movie somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, movies, I feel like, kind of give you the ideas when you're younger. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember, Spark like— curiosity, I don't know. Yeah, I remember, like, my parents watching an adult movie after they thought I went to sleep, and I'm, like, under the blankets, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to get a view. Mm-hmm. Um, mainstream movies don't really show that much, but— like you said, it's the idea yes. and kind of getting your imagination going. Yeah. Um, but even from that, I still never got a lot about self-pleasure. Like, I don't think I ever saw a movie where a woman was masturbating. Yeah, no. Or implied masturbating. Mm-hmm. No, Meanwhile, I, I can't count how many movies I've seen where the man is doing that. Oh, yeah. Especially in the 90s. Especially in the 90s, <laughs> yes. Like, what was it about the 90s and comedy and showing young men masturbating? It was, like, everywhere. <laughs> How could you not know about male masturbation? <laughs> it was, like, in your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I feel like some of those movies today would, you know, be canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. American Pie. American Pie. <laughs> That's just the first yes. one that came to to my mind. Yes. I was just thinking about that one, too, before you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's, that's like, the one that does come to mind. There were a lot of movies like it as well. Mm-hmm. But that one just kind of stands out. They're all pretty much themed about the same thing. Yeah. Men self-pleasuring themselves mm-hmm. or men seeking women to have pleasure. hmm Yeah. Just very interesting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those who believe that pleasure is wrong kind of create these mental blocks inside their own mind that mm-hmm. keep them from being able to enjoy it. I think that was certainly a problem for me when I was younger. Even though I knew that all of the kind of religious things that I was taught at a young age that I didn't agree with, they were still in my mind, mm-hmm. almost like a fucking virus. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like even if I'm like, oh, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. You know, this isn't who I am. Those things were so ingrained in my head that I kind of unconsciously decided that those were true. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Because it it does stem from what is implanted in your mind at a young age. You know, you kind of just grow up thinking, okay, this is how it is. Yeah, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. And 
don't question anything yeah. else. Yes. And I feel like that's the thing that made me rebel the most is I had questions. And I didn't want to just believe everything that I was told. Mm -hmm. But still, at from a young age and even into my like young adult life, I struggled with I mean, obviously, I, I struggled with self-pleasure. I struggled with sex, sexuality. I didn't know who I was, which I think a lot of young people kind of struggle with that. You know, they everyone do. at some point is like, who the fuck am I? And yeah. what the fuck do I want? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But I honestly don't even think I started masturbating until, I don't know, maybe... 19 yeah 20 mm -hmm. and even then it was weird I I, I was like I tried mm -hmm. but it didn't I didn't get it yeah you know it yeah. was almost like I was I mean I was kind of programmed to think that it just went everything just went straight to sex mm -hmm. you know even though personally I'm not able to have an orgasm from sex mm -hmm. it just it doesn't happen for me yeah I know that it happens for some women I'm just not one of them yeah yeah <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. so it's <sighs> for me, I feel like, you know, when I was a teenager, I used to buy Cosmo a lot. Cosmopolitan. Yep. Yep. That was my guide. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that helped a lot. I don't remember reading anything about like self-pleasure in Cosmo, though. Really? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Maybe I was reading the wrong fucking issues. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I always just got like the issues that were like. 10 tips to make you better in bed with him. Or yes. 10 tips to make him climax. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's a lot of that in there mainly. Yeah, or, or positions now, positions that he'll love. Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I never even thought at the time, like, well, what about positions that I love? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, hey, what about me? You know? I, I was often just underwhelmed, I think. Yeah in my early experiences. Yeah, totally. I got you. So, what can we do? Talk about it. <laughs> yes. Unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. Talking about pleasure and sex in real honest ways can open up, up doors for normalizing mm -hmm. and empowering sexuality on an individual and in, in bigger scope. Yes, definitely. You know, you can... Um, <clears throat> find friends or groups of people that you're comfortable with and just just talk about it talk about I was what honestly you're thinking with. about this I was like can we make like a, a pleasure sex like group is there some people we know that we could like have a group chat about it that's a good idea on the podcast that's it would a good be fun idea. that would be fun yeah the only thing is is it's not anonymous at that point it's not yeah. confidential at that point that's true which <laughs> which you know, if you are wanting that, it's good to find a group that you trust. Yeah. People that are going to be open to sharing and listening mm -hmm. and respect boundaries, which yes. I think confidentially should confidentiality should 100% be on that list. Because Absolutely. otherwise, there's so much fear. Well, yeah, you got to make sure you're surrounded by people, you know, be in an environment that you feel safe or people are not judging you. You know, exactly. Judgment-free zone. Judgment-free zone. Like, seriously. Pleasure mm -hmm. group, people. Yeah. <laughs> and be honest 
about what you're comfortable talking about. Mm -hmm. You don't have to share every single detail. You don't have to share every single experiment or thing that runs through your mind. You can share whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, You know, try to have more of an open mind, though. You know, be more of, like, an open book. I feel like I've gotten better about that as I've gotten older. I think that definitely comes with age, like comfort. Being comfortable in your own skin and also caring less about what other people think. Exactly. (laughs) But in in that topic zone, it still is kind of scary to share some things. It is. Like I've shared a lot with you where I'm like, um… I can't believe I'm telling you this. And you're like, girl, it's fine. And I'm like, but I'm still in my head thinking like, God, maybe I shouldn't have shared that, (laughs) you know, because your thoughts are like safe in your head. But when you talk about it, it just makes it, it makes it so much more normal. Yeah. You know, because more often than not, if you're like creating this group setting, somebody else in the room has experienced the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand about the whole shame around talking about self-pleasure or sex. We literally all have the same body parts. You know, obviously yes. men and women <laughs> separately. But so we all have the same bodies, the same mm-hmm. body parts. We all generally want the same things. We want to feel pleasure. We want to feel happy. We don't want to feel pain mm-hmm. or shame. Mm-hmm. But yet we stigmatize each other mm-hmm. and really judge one another I know. for doing something that literally every single person in this room goes fucking home and does at night. Yep. Behind a door. It's fucked up. It not is. talked about. Yeah. So yeah. it's like get a fucking hammer, knock that shit down, mm-hmm. talk about it. You know, you don't have to talk about it. Some people are like, I don't want to talk about sex. I don't want to talk about masturbating. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. But don't judge other people for talking about it. Yes. Put down the judgment. Or that doesn't make sense. But you know what I mean. Put down the judgment. Put down the judgment. Quit no, fucking sh- drinking the judgment Kool-Aid. <laughs> it pretty much is Kool-Aid. You start drinking it from a really young age and you're told all of these things and you drink it and you drink it. And the more you drink it, the more you believe it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it really is like pouring that shit out of your cup. It is. And it's hard to talk to people that you can feel when someone's judgy. You could feel it. That's why I you can. go into it. You don't just, obviously, you're not just going to like walk up to some stranger and be like, let me tell you about the last time I masturbated, you know, but you're creating your group. You're creating your community. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, who can we invite to a group to talk about pleasure and sex? We're going to have to think about that we will. some more. We'll, we'll think about that one <laughs> for sure. But. Well, we hope that um, to was informative. <laughs> <laughs> to self-pleasing. To self-pleasing. Cheers. Cheers.